Blog Talk Radio. everybody for not joining me tonight. <laughs> I'm sorry that we are being really busy here lately and haven't been on the air in a while, but that is fixing to change very quickly uh, here in a month or so. Uh, we'll be trying to have radio shows more often, more people ca- uh, calling in, talking to them about different things <clears throat> and all that. Plus, we have our Paracon uh, in line and in order. Uh, well, I say that. And now we may change just a little bit uh, on our location. Maybe I'm not saying we will, but uh, right now it is set for uh, with the Van Buren High School District Fine Arts Center. But I do not know if that's exactly where we're going to have it. Uh, some options had been brought up to me today, and uh, we are looking into maybe changing the uh, place if other stuff comes through. I'm not going to say it does or anything like that because I just found out about it. But anyway, we may end up changing. But right now, it's going to be at the Van Buren High School District Fine Arts Center until further notice. Um, Anyway, uh, anyway, like I said, we we've been off there for a while. Um, been doing a lot of moving, and finally got everything straightened out, and we're not moving anymore. So we are, we're still our headquarters is still here in Van Buren, and uh, our uh, studio is still here in Van Buren. Uh, got some new equipment. Trying to update the equipment, but it's not doing very good. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> wow. Okay. 
<laughs> anyway, we are got some good things coming up for the radio show this year. Uh, we are here in March. Uh, we will be starting, hopefully starting up, maybe end of March, uh, maybe 1st of April, before we actually get, really get involved. Uh, we are going to add people to our radio show. And we're going to have like a roundtable discussion on things that we have uh, are talking about. Uh, we'll probably, well, I'm going to be adding three people to the radio show. And, of course, you can call in and uh, give your opinion. Of course, we'll have guests call in and talk about certain things and all that. And then we'll also, our Paracon guest will be calling in and talking about what they got coming up and things like that. So, uh, some exciting stuff coming up soon. Uh, like I said, we've kind of been kind of been upgrading. I'm not going to say upgrading. I mean, I'm doing an upgrade right now on a system. It'd be a good system if I can get the uh, mic and camera and all that going. Camera looks good so far, so the camera I got hooked up. I just don't know. Hopefully, the mic's not on it, and, and whatever it could be, it, I don't think it'll matter. But, but anyway, it may matter on broadcast, which I don't really don't think because I'm doing two different computers. But anyway, I think it'll be all right. Uh. I kind of put a uh, type of ghost thing here on the, this network. We uh, didn't do a really long one. But basically, get on and stay in touch with y'all guys and let you know what we got coming up. So, y'all just stay tuned for more shows, a lot better shows, and uh, hopefully we'll go. We get the ratings up on, a, on this network again. And uh, see what we can do. I hope this one's coming through. So, kind of, this is uh, called Ghost Stories. Not, yeah, kind of goes with types of ghosts and spirits, but not that to play for. At Tooley Lake, people witness strange blazing shapes in the night called Hinotama. And in dreaming, he had a vision of his deceased mother. She was holding a bowl of rice. After death, Rosita journeyed to heaven and met God, who asked her where her children were. For some people in this cultural milieu, um, an alien has more relevance than a ghost. the darkness, beyond the grave, to an unexplored dimension, as we travel to the mysterious realm of ghosts. Journey with us into the world of ghost stories. He heard a clanking noise deep down below, as if someone were dragging a heavy chain over the casks in the wine merchant's cellar. Scrooge recalled. 
that ghosts in haunted houses were said to drag chains. Suddenly, the cellar door flew open with a booming sound and the clanking noise grew louder. First on the floors below, then coming up the stairs, then coming straight towards the bedroom. The old man tried to convince himself these were nothing more than the sounds of an aged house settling. But then a ghastly phantom passed right through the heavy chamber door. In literature, the practice of creating ghosts to evoke a sense of terror in one's readers is as old as the art of storytelling itself. Throughout history, the device has been used so effectively that even the phrase ghost story conjures up images of horror and dread. But when did such tales begin? And where did this notion of spirits returning from the dead to terrify the living come from? There are those who believe that death is the end. But they are greatly outnumbered by others who, at least on some level, accept the existence of an afterlife. Whether it is a belief that one goes to heaven or hell, or that the soul is reincarnated in another life on earth, or that it becomes part of the collective consciousness, the element of the spirit world is there. And because it is accepted that souls or spirits can journey to other realms, logic follows that they must also be able to return. Where the belief regarding the wandering of the soul after death originated is impossible to tell. But one thing is certain. In all societies, from the most primitive to the most modern, the law of ghost and spirit is present. And over generations, these tales of the restless dead become part of a culture's very fabric. They're no longer simply ghost stories. They become legends. One such is the account of La Llorona, a doomed young Mexican woman. At night, she wanders along the banks of streams and rivers, crying for her missing children. In Spanish, La Llorona means the weeping woman, and she is perhaps the most widely known ghost in the Spanish Southwest. In life, her name was Rosita. She was a peasant girl who one day caught the eye of a handsome suitor. They fell in love, and over a period of years, she bore his children. The young man visited Rosita often, and their life together was wonderful in almost every way, except that their union was not blessed by the church. Moreover, the young man's parents were unaware of the arrangement. Had they been, they would have surely disapproved, because in their philosophy, a girl such as Rosita was not worthy of a son such as theirs. Time passed, and the man's parents arranged for him to be wed to the daughter of a wealthy landowner. Obliged to honor his parents' wishes, the young man sadly informed Rosita that he must marry another. But he promised to visit her and the children often. Enraged by the betrayal, Rosita drove her lover away. And on the day of his wedding, Rosita, crazed with grief, took their children to a river and drowned them and herself. After death, Rosita journeyed to heaven and met God, who asked her where her children were. Ashamed, the pitiful girl told him she didn't know. God explained that without them, he could not allow her to enter paradise. Rosita had no choice but to return to earth. To this day, Rosita, La Llorona, 
can be seen searching in vain alongside rivers and streams, weeping and crying for her innocent murdered children. There are three essential elements for a legend. A strong basic story appeal, a foundation in actual belief, and a meaningful message or moral. The story of La Llorona is an obedience legend. It is told as a true story of what might get you if you're out after dark. But the more frequent use of the story is aimed at teenage girls to warn them against becoming involved with men who might say all the right things, but who will never marry them. Many, many ghost stories are directed at young people. It's part of the socialization process to hear these stories and to learn about what is proper behavior and what is not proper behavior from the story. The way a legend becomes legendary is not simply due to its subject matter. Such tales also gain longevity as a result of the manner in which a storyteller sets up his saga. A typical American legend uh, in fact, the classic automobile legend that has to do with ghosts is called the vanishing hitchhiker. And almost everybody has heard this. Um, usually you hear it from a friend of a friend. You're telling the story and you say, a friend of my friend told me this. Thus it has authenticity. Also, usually it's, uh, it's connected to a specific place, a specific road, maybe even a specific name. So the story always seems very authentic. In the legend of the vanishing hitchhiker, the person seeking a ride is most often a young woman. Hey, are you all right? Yeah, I'm all right. Um, do you think I could get a ride? Yeah, of course. Sure, it's It must be freezing. Thank you. Here, you know what? Take my coat. Oh, thank you. Thanks. As they ride along, the couple ask their hitchhiker where she's going. The woman tells them, and they agree to take her there. But when they arrive, the good Samaritan realize something is terribly wrong. Here you are. The young woman has inexplicably vanished. Knowing the girl could not have possibly exited the car prior to their arrival, the baffled couple decide to ask the occupants of the house about their mysterious passenger. The owner turns out to be the young woman's father, who explains to the couple that five years ago, his daughter Mary was returning from college for the Thanksgiving holiday when she was killed in a horrible car crash outside of town. Ever since the accident, when school is not in session, his determined young daughter attempts the long journey home. But sadly, his dutiful child never makes it that far. As the couple are about to leave, the man mentions that on their way back, they'll pass right by the cemetery where his daughter is buried. The gentleman then thanks the man and woman for their kindness to Mary, and they go. Back on the road, curiosity gets the best of the couple, and they stop at the cemetery. Could the eerie story the man told them really be true? Did they, in fact, give a ride to a ghost? They find the answers to their questions quickly enough. They approach a grave and instantly recognize it as Mary's because there, draped over a headstone with her name on it, is the coat that the young hitchhiking woman had borrowed. All those...
feeling 